Hello, everyone, and welcome to Joe's Tango Podcast, where we have eye-opening conversations with all types of fascinating tango professionals. I'm your host, Joe Yang. Thanks for tuning in, and thanks to all you first-time and new listeners. Really glad you're here. Before we get into today's show, if you've been a fan for a while and would like to help keep the podcast going, I'm accepting donations through Subscribestar and PayPal. And from 2020 onward, I'll be moving the podcast show notes to my Subscribestar page, and that's located at subscribestar.com slash podcast. And at the Subscribestar site, the notes and links for episodes will be free to access. But if you like, you also have the option of being a supporter of the podcast for just $2.99 a month. In the near future, I'll be creating some premium content exclusively for Subscribestar members. Thanks, as always, for your support. My guest today started his tango career in Montreal, Canada. Having studied with a number of masters, he has spent a lot of time exploring in depth many different styles of tango dancing and has developed his own. Known for being highly energetic and creative, my guest today has gained international acclaim as an instructor and performer. And with me now is Gabriel El Huracan. Gabriel, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast. It's great to be talking to you. Pleasure, Joe. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So you are in D.C. right now, yes? Indeed, yeah. yeah. Oh, great. But you're originally from Montreal, Canada? Uh, yeah, I started tango over there. I've evolved in Montreal for a decade, a little mm. more, and now I'm, I've been passing the last year and a half, mostly in D.C., a little bit in New York, but okay. mostly mostly in D.C., yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, so you you do a lot of workshops and classes. You've been, I mean, you've been traveling to D.C. quite quite some time right yeah i mean i've i find uh i think i find a new home with my partners we're building a new tango school here we've been focusing on the local community rather than uh moving around in the past year and mm. it's been feeling great nice nice yeah so gabrielle let's take us back to maybe the, to the beginning of your tango journey how did you fall in love with this dance it was kind of a hazard. I, I, at the time, I was working in, um, I was a bartender, basically, oh. for about eight, nine years-ish, mm -hmm. uh, something like that. But for the, like, the last two of those years, I was kind of really bored and I was looking for um, something else and I was looking at a bunch of different uh the different avenues that i could maybe take and you know just change life around and find new passions and so on mm -hmm. and i was working at this uh, bistro in montreal and two of my regular customers that over time became friends were tango teachers mm -hmm. and uh, they kept convincing me like you should try you should try it you would love it and mm. um, for like about six months I kind of ah, I don't know I'm not sure I always like dancing I always love dancing actually but mm -hmm. I never actually followed dance lessons or so on mm -hmm. and um, I decided to try it out one day actually for my birthday oh. and so that was the gift I gave myself and it turned out to be um, the mm -hmm. biggest passion in my life. Wow. Yeah. What was your first tango lesson like? Do you remember? 
my very it was kind of it was a semi-private mm -hmm. uh lesson with them his name is michel and her name was marie's uh wow. well it's still marie's and they didn't have uh, a proper school they were just like you know good dancers and they were giving lessons i remember my first lesson i wasn't so sure mm -hmm. i found that it was hard to walk it was hard to feel free with somebody in front of you yeah and in my second class actually the second time uh that's where it clicked for me I, I, instead of walking, I remember the exact moment. I took a side, my first sidestep. Oh. Yeah, it's ridiculous, but the sidestep for me was the unlocking for this passion to grow mm. inside of me. I don't know. It felt magical. And from walking straight mm -hmm. into a sidestep and it all suddenly clicked. And <laughs> from that moment, I was like, oh, wow, because I kind of saw all the possibilities and mm -hmm. i realized that me moving created the lead in itself and it was kind of this wow revelation mm -hmm. i don't know why yeah that that's yeah. great yeah I, that, that's I, I remember something similar and i imagine it's the same for a lot of other dancers now, do you also see that reaction in some of the perhaps beginning students that you work with yeah, I mean, a different stage for everybody. Some mm -hmm. people, uh, it's the music that really click with them. Other people is when they have their first comfortable close embrace. Mm -hmm. Other people, you know, it's different for everyone, but something yeah. similar would happen in, in uh, the form of a, a magic. I'm gesturing my fingers now. That's like, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, like uh, a magic click that, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, turns the switch on and mm -hmm. there we go. Yeah, yeah. How about your first dance at a Malanga? Oh, I was terrified. <laughs> I was terrified. I went to a bunch of practica and as a beginner, I had this beautiful lie that I would start going to the Milonga once I'm already good. <laughs> what a pretty lie. Um, the thing is that as everybody probably have experimented, uh, you can't really get good unless you go to the milonga and yeah. dance and dance and the, the, mm -hmm. the time you spent on the floor will the milonga is probably the greatest teacher of every milonguero the mm -hmm. milonga itself yeah. um there's nothing like experience anyway no i was terrified and uh i remember a few more advanced dancers just simply were really nice actually and came to me and said you know like do do everything you do just do it smaller Mm. And and I don't know. I kind of went along and did exactly that, and slowly it started to work a little better for me. And mm -hmm. during that same evening and afterwards, I took a bunch of private classes nice. to you know just to fix, um, I guess, or get more information or mm -hmm. yeah, how to make everything smaller, more get more navigation skills i guess because mm -hmm. that 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 was the reason why i was terrified i was terrified of uh not being able to move freely mm -hmm. while keeping everybody around me safe <laughs> <laughs> including of course the person i'm dancing with yeah yeah 
Yeah. So I like what you said about that, how, you know, you really have to go to Malangas and get that experience and you can't wait until you feel like you're good. And, and that's great. I'm so glad you mentioned that a lot of people I've interviewed have mentioned the same thing. And I think it just needs to be, needs to be repeated. So I'm sure you, you come across uh, students, you know, beginners who, who probably tell you the same thing. Oh, I'll, I'll go when I feel better about my dancing. How do you try to convince students to go or how do you answer that uh... every week every every week in mm-hmm. beginner classes yes you know it's it's pretty simple in the end whether they they, they find the courage to do it mm-hmm. we try sometimes to go out with them i mean we, we we try to do our best to make them feel welcome and so on of course mm-hmm. but at the same time it's kind of up to everybody to it's part of the journey in my opinion to find the courage in yourself mm-hmm and go once the person have made that step then it's up to the community to welcome that person in the community mm-hmm. and i feel every single person that is a tanguero mm-hmm. or that is part of a tango community mm-hmm. should make every newcomer try yeah. to feel uh, welcome yeah. and and try to 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 help we all started at some point and mm-hmm. it's good to it's good to it, nobody has to dance with anyone if they don't want to right. but welcoming someone i think is the task of mm-hmm. everyone you know yeah 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 absolutely. so i don't know if i'm answering you no absolutely uh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah no it's great because we you know i'd love to hear you know your thoughts on this and it's you know the the listening audience will definitely get a lot out of um, your responses just yeah sometimes you know just say hey welcome Mm -hmm. you know just ask questions and welcome the person in the in the community Mm -hmm. having a a nice conversation and make them feel welcome Mm -hmm. you know yeah that that goes uh, a long way oh yeah 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 definitely it's key and it, it that's part of what made me hook to tango mm-hmm. in in the beginning the people were really kind to me mm. and so i i feel like i wouldn't necessarily be there today if it wasn't from all of those kind people that mm. welcomed me in montreal's community when i yeah. started yeah yeah so are there places in montreal that are still there that you know where you started from like venues and actually I believe that the very first place uh, I went out is mm. uh, unfortunately gone. Yeah. And uh, I know for sure that the place where I, I liked the most going mm-hmm. to is closed, unfortunately, now. Mm-hmm. When I started, but over time, my favorites, uh, Milongas, uh, evolved and changed and uh, Montreal is a vibrant city yeah. regarding uh, everything but mm-hmm. also tango is a big community and um, things change and some rare places stick around mm-hmm. but there's a lot of change in uh, organizers milongas venues mm-hmm. uh, all of that is bound to eventually move on and change and and a very few have thick over the years. Studio Tango is probably the most stable and good, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, there's a reason that it stayed and that it evolved into something bigger and bigger over the years. That's yeah. probably the, the, the place that later in my, in my journey into Tango was mm-hmm. the, the most memories, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Mm. Yeah. So kind of going along with, with learning, Gabrielle, what was, what was a bad Tango habit that you used to have and how did you get over it? Ah, uh-huh. Oh, uh, good Lord. I think 
which from <laughs> which one to pick. <laughs> uh, um, all right, I'm gonna choose this one, and okay. I think is, I think every leader at one point have the false. The, the, okay, the wording is key here. Mm -hmm. the, the the false impressions that we have to lead in the sense that to lead means to make the follower dance mm. in a sense, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Rather than dancing with the follower. Mm. And I think that took me a long time to not necessarily to understand the words, but to understand in my body what it meant. Ah. And it's not necessarily a bad habit more than, a, I mean, a lack of information or a lack mm -hmm. of experience. But I think that's something that I struggled with, that I knew conceptually, mm -hmm. intellectually what it meant mm -hmm. without being able to actually understand it properly in my body. Mm -hmm. And because the minds understand doesn't mean that the body does. And yeah. that's sometimes, some uh, yeah, it's just hard. And yeah, that's not a... Yeah, I'm not answering your question. That's no, not no, a bad no, habit, no, I, but it's the first thing that came to mind. Mm -hmm. No, um, that, that's that's a really good point. I, I think that, uh, like you said, a lot of leaders, they feel like they're responsible for everything that goes on in the dance. And they forget yep. you have a partner who is also dancing and in a sense meeting you halfway and has his or her own artistry in the in the moves and yeah yeah but see again the mm -hmm. the, the wording here mm -hmm. you have a partner and and having a partner is not that i have 50 percent of the responsibility and they have 50 percent mm -hmm. of the responsibility in my mind it's more like i have a hundred percent of my responsibility mm -hmm. and they have a hundred percent of their responsibility uh, yeah you know mm -hmm. anyway it's just another way to phrase it, I guess. Yeah, no, that's good. That's yeah. good. I think it's important because, yeah, I think it's important for, because a lot of people who listen to the podcast, they're pretty early in their tango journeys. And I think that's going to be really useful for them to, to understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's good to understand what are your responsibilities mm -hmm. and then what let go of the, 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 what's not your problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, that's a very good, very good way of putting it. Yeah, that doesn't mean that you cannot help, mm -hmm. right? But if it's not your responsibility, it's not your responsibility. Mm -hmm. Now, if you can help, help, but it's not up to you. And once once you let go of the illusion of control, mm -hmm. then you'll become freer and much happier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So you've studied with a number of of teachers and masters and then you traveled uh, so what's some really good or some memorable advice that you've gotten that uh that still s resonates with you today oh uh from a teacher yeah okay that's a weird one but that's probably <laughs> the one that made the the kill the desire okay yeah and I'm not talking about the desire to dance or the des the desire to do something specific, ah. right? My 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 main role as a leader is to be musical, navigate, uh, create a comfortable yet clear lead, and so on, blah blah blah. But mm -hmm. when we commit to something, and we're not listening enough to the reaction of our partner, mm -hmm. then it becomes forced if we're not listening. If it's not where that person, I don't know how to explain this. Mm -hmm. um, 
basically to kill the desire of doing that one thing in that specific way. Uh -huh. We're two, and therefore we have to always be adaptable mm -hmm. to whatever what we what we do will be interpreted by the the, the other person. Mm -hmm. And so I think one of the biggest thing that made a, a huge difference in my evolution mm -hmm. is to is to kill the idea that because I'm initiating something, it's gonna end up doing being exactly that. Mm. And it's okay, and it's great for you to learn, and it's okay, it's great for you to to be surprised and inspired by the reaction of the person you're dancing with, and that goes also in both roles, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. I think to be open rather than to be set on a specific thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's that's a great point. I think one one example I can think of when I was younger. I was dancing with this lady and then I remember leading the cross, but she did this little adornment instead. And I had to like, oh, okay, well, she likes doing that. Instead of just getting mad and say, why didn't you cross? I had to just adapt with her playfulness and get used to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, and it can be a beautiful experience. Yeah. And it, it, like, and like, there's so many things that I've learned out of curiosity how to lead because that's not what i led but it it did something beautiful mm -hmm. and then oh that's a new idea that's just a new new inspiration and so on that doesn't mean that you don't want to make sure you lead what you had in mind mm -hmm. <laughs> properly and comfortably and clearly right. but then you stay open to a thousand other possibilities mm -hmm. I think also one of the things that inspired me the most is open yourself to all the different possible ways to mm. do the same thing. Yeah. Right? Mm. There is not one way to step forward and there is not one way to walk and there is not one technique that's, you know, mm. you can use different tools for different vibe, different types of music, different mm. um, uh, feelings of emotions. Mm -hmm. You can do the side the sidestep on a thousand and infinite numbers of mm -hmm. ways mm -hmm. and i think um allowing yourself to explore more than just oh i'm doing this that's how i do it and mm -hmm. you know you can choose how to move mm -hmm. basically yeah mm. yeah sort of related to that point i want to talk a little bit about uh, tangle styles like people will say salon style, milonguero style. I know you've had a lot of experience investigating um, this particular part of tango. Now, when it comes to, to tango styles, this can be a point of debate or a point of division for a lot of people. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and I don't necessarily think that's that's healthy. H how do you how do you look at that? Live and let live. Mm. Live and let live. And anybody may have an opinion or a particular attraction mm -hmm. to a certain style mm -hmm. and good for them, mm -hmm. right? In the end, I think every, it's, in, it's up to anyone to find their own tango. Every single leader I've seen, beginner, intermediate, advanced, master, no matter who you are, in the end, you're going to dance like you. And that's how it should be to me. And if you relate more to a particular style, or if you understand better your own tango, mm -hmm. 
in a specific style and you want to have that aesthetic and that fits with your personality mm -hmm. good for you do mm -hmm. that and you will be the best version of yourself if that connects with you mm -hmm. if you, another person connects more with something else mm -hmm. there we go if another person have the need for more than just sticking to one particular idea Mm -hmm. explore more and be a hybrid and and i don't believe that anyone nowadays mm -hmm. have the pure pure version of one particular style everybody mm -hmm. dance and learn tango from so many different teachers nowadays that it's in, it's almost imp i mean I'm, nothing's impossible but mm -hmm. it's really uncommon to have someone dance only in one specific style mm -hmm. there for sure at one point one teacher will have tell you something that's from mm -hmm. another idea or another way of thinking and it will have make sense for you whether you know you mm -hmm. planned on it or not yeah yeah i don't know i think freedom is <laughs> the key <laughs> for everybody to be happy like mm -hmm. you believe that there is only milonguero style mm -hmm. Great for you. Yeah. Great for you. It's mm -hmm. perfect. If it fits your belief and the way you feel about tango, mm -hmm. great. And if somebody's completely, hey, you know what? I love Nuevo and I want to dance to Gotan. And if it makes mm -hmm. him happy, mm -hmm. why not? <laughs> I'm, I don't think that there is one way. I think tango is universal. I think it's for everyone. Mm -hmm. And if it reaches somebody in, in that way, mm -hmm. let it be. Yeah. 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 Good, good. Yeah, I I guess I, I kind of gravitate a little bit towards the Nuevo. And I remember taking a Milonguero style workshop. And at first, I didn't like it, but it, it really did help me with my connection. And I actually, at the end of that workshop, I, I didn't do very well in the workshop, but actually I did come, come across uh, at the end. I did really respect that more. And I kind of took something from there that that helped me in my other um, in my other dancing ultimately. So yeah, I totally think you're on point yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah I, I think the, the biggest mistake of anyone that truly wants to learn mm -hmm. is to put your ego in front of your learning capacity. Mm -hmm. If it challenges you in a way that you're not ready to take, mm -hmm. it's okay. It's mm -hmm. okay. You don't have to, and nobody's obligated to. And if somebody says something in a way that doesn't make sense to you, mm -hmm. doesn't mean they're wrong. Mm -hmm. And I think if in order to validate the way you see it, you have to block the way another person sees it. I think it's sad. It's, it's, it's fine if you want to keep the way you think about it, mm -hmm. but I, I don't think it's, necessarily good for yourself or mm -hmm. for anybody around mm -hmm. for you to block that other way of seeing or looking at things it's just another way to look at it you know mm -hmm. yeah and yeah there there you go i i think it's more of a the more openness the better everybody's gonna feel about all of it mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and i think labeling something is is hard yeah and th th for your own good mm -hmm. you know if, if you say, uh, oh, I only believe in Milonguero style, mm -hmm. and you say that for years, and then at one point you change your mind and, oh, I want to do uh, this colgada, yeah. right? Because you, suddenly you're like, oh, look at that. <laughs> it's, it's nice. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. You know, why why not? Let's try it. You know, and then mm -hmm. you realize, oh, I like this. It has a nice flying feeling. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Well, then mm -hmm. you're bound to, you know, adopt something you claim for years that you were against and so on. And now you're kind yeah. of, you know, lying to yourself, basically. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's, uh, yeah, tango is tango. Yeah. Yeah, in that situation that you mentioned, that's where you really have to put your ego aside, right? <laughs> well, I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it's whatever how you feel you want to dance, and however you feel you want to express this beautiful dance in mm. your in yourself, do it. Yeah, do it. Nice, nice. So, Gabrielle, how did you become an instructor? Ah. <sighs> I, I told you about that moment when I had that revelation in my second class, right? Yeah. All right. So what I did the day after is change my shifts at work. Mm -hmm. And instead <laughs> of working evenings, I started working lunchtime. Okay. And I started taking classes pretty much <laughs> all the time. And mm. soon after I found a partner and we were like practicing and mm -hmm. that's uh, Melanie with whom mm -hmm. I've been for the the, the the past decade two years ago we we separated but um, we 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 found each other and we had that passion and mm -hmm. I became an instructor in my head mm. from the moment of I mean not really an instructor but it was my goal from that moment ah yeah i think yeah because when i when i fell in love with with tango i wanted right away i had the feeling hey i want that i want that in my life i want my life to be that mm -hmm. let's let's just dive completely in it and mm -hmm. so from that moment on i actually invested myself in tango and i was doing more tango than anything else in my life. I was doing tango pretty much like 30, 40 hours a week. From the moment I started, basically, I just go, 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 go. Classes, 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 dance, 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 dance. Nice. Nonstop watching videos, listening to music. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I became, I became an instructor. Mm -hmm. Uh, assisting uh, in a school in Montreal that I don't know if they're still out there. It's called Tango Libre. I, I worked with them for a few months. Mm -hmm. And after a while, it didn't really work out. Uh, we left, mm -hmm. Mel and I. Okay. And another school called Air de Tango mm -hmm. uh, offered us a place. In, and we stayed there for six years. Nice. And that's where we started to get around and travel also and start touring a little bit and ta -ta -ta. Mm. we we i think i for me the moment where i knew i wanted to do that was mm. in that moment where it clicked it, mm. it's just my second tango class it's it's ridiculous i i mm. kind of know but <laughs> it's it's uh it's where it happens nice. if i want to be honest and mm. and after that the goal was to achieve that dream Mm -hmm. And I kind of put everything I had in into it, and it worked out. Yeah, I'd say yeah, yeah. It's it's so fun to hear about you know people's journeys. I mean, I love how you had this this goal from very early on, and then there are other 
um, really great dancers who sort of stumble into it. So it's it's always fun to hear about about people's tango adventures. Yeah. So Gabriel, uh, and you've worked with many students in the multiple cities. What mm-hmm. what, what are what are some things you've learned from your own students over the years? Huh. Uh, interesting question. A lot in pedagogy. Mm-hmm. I think I became a much better teacher paying attention on how my students learn. For example, I realize by teaching, and that's the accumulation of a lot mm-hmm. of students, taught me that it's never the fault of the student. Mm-hmm. Every teacher has to find a way to reach the student. Everybody learns differently. Mm. And I think it's the job of the teacher to find how that person learns. Mm-hmm. Everybody learns differently. It's up to you as a teacher to find how do that person learn? How do how can, what can I how can I teach that person and find a way so that they learn mm-hmm. rather than forcing my way of teaching over the over the years? I think the best thing I've learned from my student is to force myself to adapt to each and every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think I'm doing a good job as a teacher mm-hmm. is that I'm going to find a way to reach whoever it is in front of me mm-hmm. and adapting and finding, yes, how do that person learn? Yeah. Yeah. And with this dance, as you know, there's always something new to learn. Uh, so what's something new about tango that you've discovered? Maybe it could be like a test of me technical, like a step or maybe an idea um, over the past few months or years. I think I found an admiration for choreographies mm-hmm. that I didn't necessarily have in the past. Nowadays, I'm, I'm looking at it with a new eye. And so I see things in the choreographies that I weren't paying attention before, such Uh as, uh, I don't know, um, I'm odd before uh, somebody that can dance the same song in the same way, that Mm -hmm. knows everything that's going to happen, yet still make me feel like it's happening for the first time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe that's that not maybe that is exactly what i meant and i had this discovery mm-hmm. a long time ago but i just recently got more into oh that's awesome let's look into that you know mm-hmm. it's it's great cuz i mean with all of your experience you're still you're still finding you're still finding things or noticing details and yeah, yeah. i mean just like mm-hmm. for example uh yesterday i was practicing and we ended up doing uh, a step and Mm -hmm. i just i don't know where it came from i think it came from the music and we ended up going in a different direction than i usually do right and i don't know why i got inspired in that moment to do that i don't know how it Mm -hmm. you know i just tried it and it worked beautifully and then Mm -hmm. we were like hey look at that and we just did it a few times and Bam! It was, oh, look at that. A new way of doing and things, mm-hmm. some things that we've been doing for years and so mm-hmm. on. And so it's, um, I mean, that is always, all the time. And it, mm-hmm. it, it happens uh, very frequently, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's just, hey, 
look at that. Oh, you did it that way this time. That's mm -hmm. the awesome. Like I never saw that before. And then you realize that, of course, you saw that before, but never done that way by that person mm -hmm. with on that instrument with that type of feeling. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's why everything's always mm -hmm. unique in a sense and yeah. new and, and, and having a, a feeling of uh, freshness. Yeah. In a sense. And that's why going back to mm -hmm. the choreography answer that I gave you earlier, mm -hmm. it's that's why it's uh, that's one of the reason why is that you keep repeating the same movement the same way this on the same music with mm -hmm. the same uh, emotion, yet it still feels when it's well done, mm -hmm. like it's the first time. And, and that to me is fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Good. Good. All right. So, Gabrielle, where do we find out more about you online? You can go on my Facebook page. Right now, we are in, I say we because uh, me mm -hmm. and Masha and Asia here in mm -hmm. DC are, are just about to build our new school. So, um, I wish we could have mm -hmm. uh, something ready yet. Yeah, the, the, the website is about to be created uh, we are building something new uh -huh. and so uh, today nothing is already prepared and set up i will get back to you as soon <laughs> as we have that done so that maybe you can add this uh, at the end or something yeah. like that mm -hmm. uh, we are in the middle of a transition yeah uh, so uh, it's pretty hard because nothing is now set up mm -hmm. but uh will soon come it's very exciting we're really proud of what we're about to create already mm -hmm. we have great ideas and we can't wait for it to be uh, ready yeah for the good. public but for now mm -hmm. it's on the way okay okay and i'm yeah. sure you'll probably share it on your facebook when it's when it's all ready of course we will mm -hmm. yes okay. yes 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 yeah, definitely so, great so for now i'll just direct people to your your facebook and then i'm sure they'll see the link once it's ready of course yes everything yeah. will be there now it's uh life and transitions yes. <laughs> yeah great gabriel so are you going to a malanga tonight by any chance Tonight, Wednesday, no. Tonight, I have five privates in a row. After that, I will probably sit and appreciate the calmness. Mm -hmm. uh, although tomorrow, yes, we're planning on going to a local milonga here called Eastern Market. Yesterday, I was nice. DJing at our own milonga at 18th Street Lounge here in D.C. Mm -hmm. But not tonight. No, tonight is rest after work. Okay, sounds good. All right. <laughs> Well, Gabriel, thank you again so much for taking the time to speak to me. I know you're traveling, you're, you're busy, you got some exciting plans in the pipeline, but it's, yeah, it's, it was a lot of fun to chat with you. Thank you, Joe. It was a pleasure. Okay, that was fun. We touched upon a lot of topics, and I liked what Gabriel said about the importance of attending milongas, especially if you're a beginner. And we've gone over this many times on this podcast, but I'll repeat it again. Don't think to yourself, I'll go to the milonga only after I become a better dancer. It's not going to happen. You're never going to feel good enough. The milonga is the best teacher. It's where you become a better dancer, and it takes a little courage to get yourself to go, but it's well worth it. And that being said, it's a great idea to be kind to beginners and newcomers. And even if you aren't the one hosting a milonga, and even if you're not that experienced yourself, 
Take a few seconds to say hi to a newbie. A little kindness goes a long way. I also like what Gabriel said about leaders and followers that both have to be 100% responsible for their respective parts. Being completely responsible for your own part doesn't cover your partner's role in the dance. That means there's a degree of letting go that we need to get used to. And when it comes to dancing different tango styles, I really like Gabrielle's live and let live viewpoint. You're free to dance tango the way you want. Rather than impose a style on your dancing, it's better to be honest with yourself, find your own way of understanding the dance, and to let the natural progression of your tango take you to a particular style or a hybrid of several styles. And I also liked how Gabrielle reminds us not to put our egos ahead of our learning. If we come across an idea or concept that challenges our way of understanding tango, that's okay. In the end, we don't have to change our minds, but we should remain open to different ideas. So thank you again, Gabriel, for sharing your thoughts and for taking the time to chat with me. And a big thank you to all you listeners for tuning in. I know life is busy for all of you, and it really means a lot that you've made time in your own schedules to listen to this show. If you're enjoying it, please take a quick moment to subscribe, and please leave a five-star rating and review if you haven't already. That helps out a lot. Okay, that's it for today. You've been listening to Joe's Tango Podcast. I'm Joe Yang, and I'll talk to you again soon.